Blog Talk Radio. Your number one source for knowledge in the information age. High Frequency Radio Network.
my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line I'm
Microphone check. Greetings, peace. I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation, your own high-frequency radio network. This is the Foundation, and we are high-frequency. But we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied, can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied, can get you hurt. So as always, we're looking to correctly apply that correct information. I want to start off by saying all thanks, honors, praises due to the Creator and the ancestors. Without them, we definitely would not be here. I want to say peace to my big brother. This is L, I Frequency Radio Network Creator. Trailblazer, Private Side Solutions, SPC University. I mean, man, you know, hey, I really respect and appreciate, brother. So shout out to Yusuf Bell. I would like to welcome you to check out welcome to the foundation.com. Email list is getting pretty dope. It's getting to the point where I'm gonna start sending out regular stuff. I'm gonna I'm going to put it in my calendar and be sending out regular stuff to the email subscribers. It's, it's a lot of email subscribers. But there could always be more. So make sure you check out welcome to the foundation.com. Sign up for the email list. Check out the PDF section. We got the education tab. Passport on social part one, part two. Foundation trust primer. Passport no social. Foundation Trust Series. You want to check out the uh, education tab? Check those out. Um, same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. You can find the Facebook page, the Twitter page, the Instagram page. You can book a consultation. You can make a donation. All from the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners. I want to say peace to all the live listeners, all the live callers. And switchboard, all the live listeners online, internet listeners, as well as all the archive listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners. However, you check out the show, I want to say peace to you. I also want to say peace to anyone that um, we've done business with in the private. As well as anyone who sent an email, well wishes, current event. Special thank you or otherwise add to the foundation. Also want to finally, last but not least, say peace to all the trustees who are in private trustee training. As well as anyone else who is investing in their private education. Peace. Peace. Today's show is nine things all private trustees must know. You know, I wax poetic about trust administration. I feel like if you haven't 
reestablish your private family estate through proper private entities. Something's wrong with you. We provide a very extensive, hands-on, in-depth trustee training. Email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. It's going down. I'm going to jump into these current events, though, before we jump into this. We're going to start off with CNN business. CNN, leading indicator. U.S. economy posts its worst drop on record. United States economy contracted at a 32.9% annual rate from April through June. This is the worst drop on record, according to the Bureau of Economic Analysis. Business ground to a halt during the pandemic lockdown, which is what be expected in the spring. And America plunged into the first recession in 11 years, putting an end the longest economic expansion in U.S. history and wiping out five years of economic gains in just a few months. A recession is commonly defined as two consecutive quarters of declining gross domestic product, the broadest measure of the economy. Between January and March, GDP declined by an annualized rate of 5%. But this is no ordinary recession. The combination of public health and economic crisis is unprecedented, and numbers cannot fully convey the hardships millions of Americans are facing. In April, more than 20 million Americans' jobs vanished as businesses closed, and most of the country was understanding home orders. It was the biggest drop in jobs since record-keeping began more than 80 years ago, claims for Unemployment benefits skyrocketed and have still not recovered the pre-pandemic levels. While the labor market has been rebounding since states began to reopen, bringing millions back to work, the country is still down nearly 15 million jobs since February. Next week's July jobs report is expected to show another 2.3 million jobs added that would bring the unemployment rate down to only 10.3%, which is still higher than during the worst period in the financial crisis. The worst quarter ever, the pandemic pushed the economy off a cliff. The second quarter GDP drop was nearly four times worse than during the peak of the financial crisis when the economy contracted at Annual, annual rate of 8.4% in the fourth quarter of 2008. According to GP, GDP numbers are expressed as an annualized rate. This means that the economy didn't actually contract by one-third from the first quarter to the second. The annualized rate measures how much the economy would grow or shrink if conditions were to per- persist for 12 months. Not looking good for most people. CNN Business continues um, how bad is the U.S. recession? Investors are about to find out. This spring, the U.S. economy was put into an unprecedented deep freeze, so on and so forth. What's happening, the U.S. US Bureau of Economic Analysis is due to release its first estimate of GDP for April to June. And they did. They did release it. This, this, uh, this article is a little... A couple of days old. 
U.S. economy is in free fall, but for how long? The coronavirus recession is predicted to be the deepest on record since the Great Depression, but so far it's short-lived. The Great Recession and the Great Depression was particularly painful because they dragged on for years. Economists predict GDP will jump sharply in the current quarter. The Federal Reserve Bank of New York expects an annualized increase of 13.3% between July and September, but that bounce depends in large part on the health of the American shopper spending accounts for roughly two-thirds of the country's economic output. It's not clear the rebound in consumption will hold up as the coronavirus rise, triggering a host of fresh restrictions. Already high-frequency data is showing signs of weakness. It's not good. Bloomberg.com, biggest U.S. banks have more than $150 billion of deferred loads. Four largest U.S. banks had at least $151.5 billion of loans with payments in deferral at mid-year as borrowers from small businesses to homeowners sought debt relief amid the coronavirus. Programs vary among banks and account types. Bank of America offering deferrals as long as 60 days. J.P. Morgan giving clients rolling three-month deferrals. For as much as a year, Citigroup and Wells Fargo disclosed deferral details in their second quarter filings. Banks had at least $151 billion. Uncertainty over the length of the pandemic and resulting economic crisis have made it difficult for banks to determine how many loans are likely to sour. Maybe Morgan, Bank of America, Citigroup, Wells Fargo set aside more than $32 billion for loan losses in the second quarter, close to a record. The rapid rollout of forbearance programs in March averted financial ruin for millions of households, giving Congress time to bolster unemployment benefits and offer emergency aid to businesses. The goal was to avoid a tidal wave of defaults by borrowers who began losing income when states locked down or move on. Fed's Mester says U.S. economy clearly needs more fiscal support. This is Bloomberg.com. Yeah, Bloomberg. Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester says it's clear more fiscal support is needed to provide a bridge for households, small businesses, and state and local municipalities that have borne the brunt of the economic shutdown until the recovery is sustainably in place. Quote, as the economy emerges from the reopening phase and moves into the recovery phase, the focus of Fed policy will expand from supporting market functioning and the flow of credit to ensuring that appropriate monetary policy accommodation remains in place to support the economy's return to more normal levels of economic activity and employment and inflation is moving back up. Is what Mester said today, quote, although our policy rate is already at its effective lower bound, the tools that we use to support the recovery from the Great Recession, including forward guidance about the future path of policy and purchases of long and longer term treasuries as agency mortgage backed securities, can be used to provide additional accommodation. Clear communications about our policy strategies. Part of the current review of our monetary policy framework can also make the monetary policy actions we take more effective. 
don't know what y'all think about that. I know what I think about that. That's that's, that's wild. It's crazy. CNBC mortgage rates set record low, but borrowers step back. Y'all can check that out on CNBC. I'm gonna just keep moving. I'm gonna try to keep moving. CNN Business: Europe's banks set aside billions more as they brace for bad debts. Three of Europe's biggest banks have added billions more to their reserves to cover bad debts as they brace for one of the worst global recessions on record. Barclays, Deutsche Bank, and Banco Santander collectively set aside nearly $6.6 billion in the second quarter for expected loan losses arising from the coronavirus pandemic, according to earnings reports published today. That's on top of hefty sums they reserved in the spring, bringing the total amount of three lenders have set aside this year to $14.5 billion, excuse me, reflecting the tough outlook for Europe's borrowers as the economy tanks. It's not looking good. CNBC dollar dented as yields dive on recovery worries. The dollar was under pressure today from a towering euro and crumbling U.S. yields as the latest relief package got bogged down in Congress and investors braced for a bumpy ride to economic repair. A hardening perception that the U.S. rebound is lagging. Um, Europe um, has... But trust the common currency just below a two-year high, helping it repel a bounce in the dollar this week. Quote, failure to agree to a fiscal package push has pushed back the U.S. dollar. End quote. This is Emir Spicer, FX analyst at Westpac in Auckland. So if they agree something in the next few days, you may see the dollar bouncing back, but even if we get another leg to it, I think it is still dollar weakness for the rest of the year. White House negotiations on Tuesday vowed to work, quote, around the clock with congressional Democrats to try to reach a deal on a relief by the end of the week. But lawmakers have allowed a $600 a week unemployment benefit to lapse while the remain, I'm sorry, they remain loggerhead that the two sides still seem far apart. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin warned that, quote, we're not going anywhere close to $3.4 trillion that Democrats have been seeking. That's crazy. CNBC Asia-Pacific stock set to trade mixed as U.S.-China tensions weigh on sentiment. So, stock futures pointed to a mixed start for Japanese stocks. The Nikkei futures contract in Chicago was at 22,520, while the counterpart in Osaka was at 22,460. On Wednesday, the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said that President Donald Trump's administration wants to ban, quote, untrusted, end quote, Chinese apps such as TikTok, WeChat, from U.S. app stores. That development followed tensions between Washington and Beijing heating up in recent weeks. Stuff is going on all over the world is what I'm trying to show you. There's different reasons for it all over, but it's pretty much the same story. 
Meanwhile, <laughs> CNN Business, Apple is the world's most valuable public company. $2 trillion beckons. Apple has lapped Saudi Aramco to become the most valuable public company on earth and don't expect the ranking to flip again anytime soon. What's, what's happening, Apple shares jumped more than 10% after the company reported its earnings. The stock rose another 2.5% Monday. Saudi Aramco, which has been top of the pile since going public late last year, is worth $1.76 trillion. Before oil prices crashed, it was worth more than $2 trillion. Apple's current valuation, valuation is around $1.86 trillion. Crazy, huh? Reuters, Exxon halts contributions to employee retirement plan. I found this interesting. Um, ExxonMobil is suspending the company's contribution to U.S. employee retirement savings plan beginning in October. Employees on Wednesday or today blasted the decision. <clears throat> By the largest U.S. oil company, which last week vowed to deepen cost cuts after posting back-to-back quarter losses for the first time in history, it has already cut outlays on big projects by 30% and operating expenses by at least $1 billion. Review of operations and staffing identified significant potential for additional savings. Executives said last week, quote, given the current business environment, the corporation is taking steps to reduce costs. The company intends to suspend the company match contribution to the U.S. ExxonMobil savings plan for all employees covered by the savings plan effective around October 1. 2020. Quote, our members have continued to operate and maintain the facilities through the pandemic. As essential workers, we are assessing our options and will be doing all we can to protect our members' benefits. This is the United Steel Workers Union statement. So it looks like even though these guys are having, Exxon is having back-to-back bad quarters and they need to stop making contributions to employee plans it looks like they may be sued by their employees quote as business conditions continue to evolve company match contributions to the savings plan will be reassessed I do want to say something a lot of times this stuff happens and it never goes back to normal or to the way it was these times are being used to really survey whether or not certain components in, um, in industries and in businesses are absolutely necessary, as well as, you know, um, how many staffing are actually required in these businesses. Reuters.com, U.S. job market recovery appears to be slowing services sector powering ahead. Check it out. U.S. private employers hired far fewer workers than expected in July as companies exhausted loans to help with wages and new infections flared up across the country, supporting the view that the nascent economic recovery was faltering. While other data today showed activity in the vast services sector gained momentum in July as new orders raced to record high hiring decline. The reports together with the recent rise in applications for unemployment benefits suggest 
job growth pulled back sharply in July. The Labor Department will publish July's employment report Friday. Quote, the economy will remain at risk of a renewed downturn so long as a vaccine or therapeutic for the virus remains out of reach. End quote. This is Orrin Klachkin. Clacking. Clacking. I don't know. Lead U.S. economist at Oxford Economics in New York. It doesn't sound good. If you're, you know, in the services sector, if you're an essential employee, uh, more than likely you're making more money than you than you did last year. Um, some people are, you know, making less. I think a lot of the listeners of this show are in the services sector, you know, and you know, most of us are working. You know, we're still working. It is, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, if you are still working, you still have a job, you still have income, please be grateful because there are a lot of people who do not. Reuters.com, Fed policymakers say pickup in infections is slowing the U.S. economic recovery. U.S. economy began to grow in May and June after taking a monumental hit beginning in March, but growth stalled in July as infections spiked in some parts of the country, leading to fresh restrictions, said U.S. central bankers. Quote, the issue with the resurgence is it slowed down or somewhat muted the recovery we've been expecting. End quote. This is Robert Kaplan, the Dallas Federal Reserve Bank president. What he said in an interview, the increase in infections has raised the downside risks the economic outlook and suggest the reopening of the U.S. economy may be more protracted than many initially anticipated. Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester said in a speech at the Liberal Arts Macroeconomics Conference, the rising caseload offers a stark reminder that there are several different scenarios that could play out, Mester said. Jobless Americans and state and local governments will need more aid to make it through the crisis, Kaplan said. Lawmakers missed the deadline last week for extending a $600 weekly supplement to state unemployment benefits and are in the midst of negotiating another round of stimulus. Quote, I believe the economy needs a continuation of the unemployment benefits. It may not need to be in the same form as it currently is, but we need a continuation. End quote. This is what Kaplan said. Quote, the country has a responsibility to help them over that bridge, to bridge that period until we can get the economy going again, end quote, Mester said regarding businesses, households, and consumers. So reports of the recovery slowing, it's it's not that deal, right? Well, we saw this coming, right? Um, speaking of saw it coming, Reuters gold soars past $2,000. Gold up on stimulus plan. Gold surged past $2,000 yesterday after Democrats and White House appeared closer to an agreement on a new stimulus to help the uh, coronavirus hit economy while stocks on Wall Street ended higher as investors awaited more aid from Washington. $2,000 is a big thing. That's why I was telling people to grab gold. That's why I'd be talking about care bars, man, because I know 
it's going to get to a point where most people can't afford gold. You know, most people could get to a point where most people can't afford an ounce of gold. Most people can't afford a quarter ounce of gold. Most people can't afford a tenth of an ounce of gold. There's going to be a point where most people can't afford a gram of gold. And this company, Carabars, is definitely positioned for this future reality. You know, um, precious metals are going to continue to increase in prices relative to the currency that it's priced in. It's just the way it's going to be. It's, it's the new norm. Um, I trust that y'all have been listening to me for years and listening to me say, get your hands on gold and silver, um, get your hands on real money. And you've been doing that. So if you have, congratulations. I think you've made a great decision. Stunned by gold's record rise, there's more to come, analysts say. Reuters, the speed at which gold has broken above $2,000 an ounce has left some in the market fearing a correction, but many analysts predict more gains as the pandemic crisis spurs investors to buy into bullion's relative safety. Now, I will say this. Um, it's only a part of the reason that gold is increasing in price and value regarding this pandemic. The other part is the this, this stimulus, all of this free money or alleged free money that is being printed. Um, it's just going to happen. It's just, there's nothing that can be done. But I, I like how they say, oh, it's just because of the pandemic. Well, I mean, it's because of the stimulus with regards to the pandemic. The record-breaking rally, which lifted gold as high as $2,055. Right now it's at 2000 $42.40 on the international spot market, and that's in dollars, has made the precious metal one of 2020's best-performing mainstream assets. I hate to say I told you so, but it has risen $500 this year and $200 in the last two weeks alone, taking out the totemic $2,000 barrier means investors must change their reference points. This is Frederick. Panizuti, with the Swiss precious metals dealer MKS, who went on to say, quote, the adjustment will be higher. We are definitely in a bull run, end quote. A hoarding spree has fueled the rally with investors adding 922 tons of gold worth $60 billion at current prices to their stockpiles and exchange traded funds just this year. And that's just ETFs. We're not talking about physical metal. Real returns on U.S. bonds in normal times, much more popular, but the dollar and the safe haven rival to gold in the currency in which its price has slid to two-year lows. The central banks keeping interest rates low and pumping money into markets, even an economic rebound, which would typically see money move from bullion to more productive assets, would help gold, said Commerce Bank analyst Karsten Schertz. That is because rising inflation expectations would push the real returns on bonds even lower. And this is absolutely correct. Um, rising inflation, the more the more money that is printed, which means the more money that's in supply, and all that money is going after the same goods and services. Just because there's more money doesn't mean there's automatically more goods and services. So more money chasing the same things is going to inflate prices. 
And last but not least, anxious anxious investors are pushing gold prices to all-time highs. This is CNN Business. Y'all can check that out on your own. That's it for current events. This Wednesday, August 5th. Oh, peace, y'all. I trust y'all are doing well. I appreciate y'all, you know, sticking around through the current event. I know some of y'all look forward to the current event. Um, I know there's a lot of news going on, a lot of political news. There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on. You know, I don't I don't really be getting into that. I really am focused on markets. You know, um, politics typically, you know, don't really what's the word affect my lifestyle and my livelihood, but markets definitely do. And, you know, we're going to carry that on as a show. We over here talking about livelihood. We're talking about the nine things all private trustees must know. Now, this is, like, very interesting, in my opinion. It's like a cult of personality. When it it comes to uh, trust, trust administration, and these things, so on and so forth, it's almost as though a lot of people look at it as as some sort of mysterious cult. To be a private trustee, you know, it's interesting to me, you know, to say the least, you know, and I don't look at it as, you know, this secret cult, you know, mysterious uh, Illuminati type dance It's not It's You know It's private information When you understand The difference between Public and private When you understand That we were educated In public schools When we understand That you know We have You know Jobs are in the public uh, A corporation is public The court is public uh, Driver's license are public When we understand That all this stuff Is public It kind of makes sense To why We haven't really Been taught Private information What Is the realistic um, sensibility behind an expectation that the public would teach private information. I don't know. I know there's a lot of people who are upset, a lot of people who feel a certain way, you know, you've been lied to, you know, so on and so forth. But um, the thing about ignorance is ignorance can be corrected. And with regards to, you know, making corrections, I just want to chop up these nine. Um, these nine things that all private trustees must know. And it's going to be kind of rudimentary, going to be kind of fundamental. I understand that, you know, there's always new listeners. There's always going to be new listeners listening to the show. There's always going to be new people. I'm not all always or exclusively just, you know, talking or or thinking about, the you know, the regular uh people who check out the show, you know, even, you know, people who are in trustee training, you know, a lot of y'all know this and that's cool, but, you know, this show is really for the public and it's to reach out to, you know, people new in the public. So, you know, I, I'm not trying to get convoluted and I, you know, I really, really seriously dislike so-called gurus in the public trying to sell uh, what I call a 12 step. I, I Fisher price, my new trustee set little package. And then, when you have questions, when you have issues, when you need something, when you need guidance, when you're in a specific situation, 
and it's not going the way that it's supposed to, you can't get a hold of these gurus. They di- they're disappeared. Their number doesn't work. They don't answer the phone. Or they do answer the phone, you ask a question, and they get upset with you. They get mad at you. Like, how dare you ask me a question after I don't took all your money? It's really audacious, in my opinion. So, you know, part of the reason that we, you know, here do the foundation here on High Frequency Radio, no, I'm sorry, excuse me, on High Frequency Radio is to help y'all know what the true foundation is with regards to, you know, interfacing with the public, commerce. And that foundation is based on entities. These entities can be public or private, and we get into trust heavily. Heavily, heavily, heavily. Why? Because, you know, the trust is private. You know, we can we can administer the entities, the estate itself, through multiple entities that are set up through contracts that are protected, constitutionally protected, and are not governed nor created under any type of legislation. This is a very powerful position to be in. And, um, you know, I pull no punches when it comes to describing, you know, the, the, the powers of a private trustee, private trust contract. And I pull no punches when it comes to, you know, calling out so-called gurus that got their hands on a, a good document or two, read it, and have really good comprehension skills, but have no actual experience when it comes to administering their private estate, but they want to teach everyone else how to do their private estate and charge them all types of money and stuff like this. I have a problem with that, you know. I have a problem with that. There's nothing noble, in my opinion, with regards to that. So, number one, I'm sure you could probably guess, you know, the first thing all private trustees must know is what is a trust, man. You got to understand what a trust is, straight up. A, a, a trust is a special type of re- legal relationship. Let me just break it down. Um, Black's Law Dictionary defines a trust as a right of property. Okay, so um, I'm going to stop right there. When we get into right of property and property rights, how do you substantiate a right of property or property rights? Through the... What? Through the exhibition, submission of some sort of deed, right? If you're talking about real estate, real property, you know, how do you get your hands on a deed? Through a purchase agreement. What is a purchase agreement? It's a contract. So a right of property, how do you how do you how do you substantiate a right of property? It's it's a good question. But a trust is a right of property held by one party for the benefit of another. Um, specifically, you can say that a um, a trust is a confidence that one person places in another person for the benefit of a third person. That third person can be a child. It can be... Um, a grown adult, it can be a grandparent, it could be a, 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 another trust. It can be a, a public park, you know. But it is basically is confidence and you know trust with respect. But this confidence is usually with respect to property that the trustee holds for the benefit of the beneficiary. Um. 
It's a typical type of arrangement. It's typically known as a PAT, capital P, capital A, capital T, or a principal agent third-party arrangement. Um, also, in these types of situations, a fiduciary relationship exists because the trustee owes fiduciary duties to the beneficiary. A fiduciary is one who is in a special position of trust, confidence, or responsibility to do things for others. The first of nine things you got to know that all private trustees must know is what is what a trust is. Um, number two, let's jump into number two. Number two of the nine things all private trustees must know is that the trust is a separate entity. That a trust is treated as a separate entity for tax purposes. All money earned by the trust. All money earned by the trust. All money earned by the not not assigned, not gifted. All money earned by the trust is taxed to the trust unless it is distributed to beneficiaries. The tax deductions taken by the trust can only benefit the trust, no one else. The single most important advantage of creating a separate entity for tax purposes, some would say be income splitting. I don't necessarily like that phrase. Asset protection, tax mitigation. A trust is treated as a separate entity for liability purposes in most states. When a trust enters into a contract with someone and the trust breaches the contract, the only person that can be sued is the trust. This is very important and very crucial. And this is why the administration of business trust is included in trustee training. Because it's most of the time that is going to be the business trust is the entity um, in relation to the overall estate that is entering into contracts with persons or people in the public. The only property or money the suing party can get is the property held in the name of the trust. This is called limited liability. It doesn't just exist in the public in, in a means by which the statutes are prescribed for limited liability. Those are statutory entities. Also, when the grantor places property in trust irrevocable, the property is beyond the reach of creditors. This is, this is the reason why we deal in irrevocable trusts. And then a lot of people say, oh, it's irrevocable. You don't have any power. You can lose everything. And you know, blah, blah, blah. A whole bunch of fear being pumped everywhere. You don't own anything. You just control it for a short period of time, typically. And it's very rare in a lifetime where you control something your entire life. Think about it. Not not a car, not a not a house, not your even children that you you could control your children your entire life. Eventually, they get, they go to control themselves. So I mean, you know, this this whole thing, you know, we got to hate. It's um 
in order for the trust to be a separate entity, you need um, there are, there are, and this is the sub part. And I'm gonna you know subsection <laughs> nine 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 things all private trustees must know. Number two sub subsection A. Four elements needed to create a trust. Uh, one, A dash one, intent to create a trust. There must be an expressed intent by the grantor indicating he or she desires to, um, or purposes that a trust be created. So you gotta you gotta have the intent. That's it's absolutely important. That's you know that's gonna be represented or reflected in. The contract indenture itself, typically that's going to be in a declaration of trust, but that's going to be stipulated, um, but it's necessary. Number two, so A.2, specific description of the property. You know, the initial corpus of the trust or the initial property that constitutes the trust must be specifically identified within the document. Specific description of the property, the grantors transferred into trust to the trustees. Land should be by legal description and personal property should be described so it can be easily identified. It's not going to hurt if you put a serial number in there, if you put a you know, sticker property of, you know, the such and such family trust. This will go a long way when you're talking about whose property is whose. Uh, A3. Um, name of the trustees. You got to have the name of the trustees in there. And A4, name of the beneficiaries. You got to have at least, you know. Blah, blah. So let's jump to number three out of the nine things all private trustees must know. And I'm just going to be honest, man. A lot of people mess this up. A lot of people don't even know about this. But you got to have a notice. Have a notice in, um, Look, to ensure protection, um, the notice must be affixed by exhibit, inked, stamped, or handwritten statement to every contract signed by the trustees with regards to limited liability. And this notice, I would suggest that it includes that, you know, the creditors can only look to uh, specific uh, persons for payment of debts or breach of contract. And you want to specify that. And you can see this in uh, Betts versus Hackathorn, B-E-T-T-S, the Hackathorn, just just Hackathorn, 159 ARK 621 Arkansas. It's also in the uh, the Burns versus Chase National Bank, B-Y-R-N-E-S versus Chase National Bank. And I suggest that y'all read Supreme Court cases with regards to adjudication um, of matters. Uh, involving trust, trust, trust contracts, breach of the contract with the trust, or you know, I suggest that you read these things. I suggest that you read these things. I definitely suggest you read these things. So that would be um, number three would be the limited liability notice fixed by exhibit, and you can you find precedent like I said, Betts, Betts versus Hackathorn, and, and Burns versus Chase National Bank. If you don't know this stuff, when 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 you figure it out, it's going to be you figuring it out um, through trial and error. 
And, uh, you know, trial and error is not that dope, especially if you can avoid that. You know? it's, it's really not that dope. Let's go to number four out of the nine things that uh, the trust, all private trustees must know. Number four is that a trust must have an economic reality or a business interest. Must have an economic reality. It's crucial. How do you define the economic reality? You can be very, very creative, but an economic reality is absolutely or business purpose and or business purpose. But, you know, must have an economic reality. And a lot of times, you know, that, that, that economic reality can be, you know, um, the care and benefit of the beneficiaries. Asset trust, that's, a little, that's something different. But it's still, you can still substantiate that economic reality. It's not, it's not an issue, especially if you know, you know, the, the specific phraseology, as well as if you know um, the overall and original points of authority that the you know our our trust what they stand on i think it's i think that's of absolute importance let's jump into number five number five is you got to remember the two simple rules baby and these are with keeping records and these two simple rules you follow these two simple rules Keeping records, you will never have any major troubles in record keeping. These two rules, which make up number five of the nine, is do it now, not later. That's number one. Do it now, not later. As a trustee, you need to know. You must know that you got to do it now and not later when it comes to record keeping. And you must know, number two, that you got to write it down exactly what it was for. You got to write down exactly. Don't use shorthand. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put two word, two letters and a number and I'll remember. You're not going to remember. You're absolutely not going to remember. Especially under um, under pressure. You give yourself way too much credit. Time passes and we forget things. And when it comes to record keeping, do it now, not later, and write it down for exactly what it was for 100% exactly what it was for the, the most typical allegation that you're going to get with regards to administering a trust is self-dealing or co-mingling improper records knocks all of those allegations out of the park out of the way out so I can't stress it enough. Uh, Let's jump into number six. Number six of the nine things all trustees, all private trustees must know. You must understand what an adverse trustee relationship is. A lot of people get this wrong. A lot of people get this so wrong. And this is a very important part of private trusteeship.
An average trustee is a trustee that would be adversely affected if you did something that you weren't supposed to do or you didn't do something that you were supposed to do as a trustee. Let's say you were supposed to pay the rent um, for the space where the trustee, I mean, where the trust does business and you forgot to pay the rent and the entire trust got evicted. That adversely affects other trustees. They got to move. They might not get paid. They got to do extra work. That's an adverse relationship. You have to have others who would be adversely affected in the trustee position. The actions and, they, and actions got to be approved by adverse trustees. Otherwise, there's a risk that the trust will be considered a grantor type trust. A lot of people be like, well, the grantor is irrevocable, blah, blah, blah. Nah, man. If you're the trustee administering the trust and they're trying to pin that transaction on you, each transaction will be treated as a grantor-type transaction for, for the trustees, man. For you, co-mingler, the self-dealer, you. The one who didn't understand the adverse trustee relationship. And this is something to look into. You may have never heard this before in your life and thought you was razzle-dazzling with trust and never heard about adverse trustee relationship or an adverse party. And most of the time, oh, the court proceedings and stuff, adverse, adverse. That's the person who's, okay, well, when it comes to trust administration, it's a little different and it's very important. So adverse trustee relationship, look into it. I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not anything that you can't get a good hold on. Just looking into it, you know, you'll get you'll understand. Let me move on. Number seven, number seven out of nine, nine things all private trustees must know. This is a bonus, I'm gonna bonus insurance and the trust. Ordinarily, the insured owns their life insurance policies, that means the policy is in his or her name, and he or she is called the policy owner. One of the biz- biggest estate tax advantages is to get the ownership of the life insurance policy out of the insured name and into the name of the trust. This is not a difficult task. The owner merely contacts the issuing insurance company indicating that they want to transfer the policy ownership into the name of the trust. In transferring a life insurance policy into the trust, it is important the premiums be paid by the trust, not by the insured. Payments for fire, auto, or the like Types of insurance are ordinary and necessary expenses of the trust if they are to protect and preserve the property of the trust. That is a jewel. Y'all heard me. Y'all know me. I feel like everybody should have some sort of life insurance policy, at least one, on themselves and their heirs. Ordinary Ordinary and necessary expenses, especially life insurance with the cash value. I mean, a cash value that you know the trust can borrow against. I mean, imagine that. Imagine that. I mean, imagine that. All right, what we got? Number eight. We got number eight. Number eight. Number eight of nine. Nine things all private trustees 
must know is ordinary expenses. When it comes to trust, the most common expense you will have during the year will be ordinary expenses. There are only about 25 categories with which you need to be concerned. Remember, you must write down all of the information you can on the trust expense sheet each time. If you are not able to figure out the bookkeeping category, at least be sure to answer the other information. Business expenses. This does not include the work you do for your employer. It means a business that you have separate and apart from your everyday salary deployment. Business expenses could be advances, auto expenses, beneficiary distributions, consulting fees, charitable contributions, credit card payments, house expenses, installment payments, insurance, interest paid, medical and dental. When trust money is paid out for medical expense item, it is called a medical expense. Be very sure to document exactly prior year distribution, repair and maintenance, rental expenses, tax and property taxes, telephone and utilities, trust supplies, trust travel, miscellaneous expenses, trust taxation potentially. All of these are allowable expenses. And then there are other allowable expenses according to the trust indenture that reduce the taxable income of the trust. Let me jump into number nine right here. Number nine. Nine of nine. Nine things all private trustees must know. Trustees must understand and know trustee liability protection provisions. In the event the contract trust is sued by a would-be judgment creditor, trustees must know liability protection provisions, and they must be attached by exhibit in all contracts that the trust enters into. Um, unless otherwise provided in the contract, a trustee is not personally liable on a contract property entered into the trustee's fiduciary capacity in the course of administrating the trust unless the trustee fails to reveal the trustee's representative capacity, identify the trust in the contract, or Include trustee liability protection provisions within the contract. Very important. I think all nine are important. I got a couple extra. A lot of people talk about the common law. What you know about common law, federal. Common law, federal law, federal common law, what is known as is judge-made law, as defined by the courts. 
which consist of those principles, usages, and rules of action applicable to government and security of persons and property, which do not rest for their authority upon any express and positive declaration of the will of the legislature made law. In United States versus Merchant, 25 U.S. 480, the court said that the courts of the United States are bound to recognize and enforce the common law. You have the common law right to contract unlimited. Please understand that. And let me jump out here. And last but not least, let me jump on this real quick. A juristic person is a legal entity created by law rather than by nature, but still having many of the same rights, privileges, freedoms, obligations, and responsibilities of natural persons. A corporation is a juristic person. A trust is a contract between two or more parties, natural or juristic. And I think that's that's important to understand, you know. There's there's more things to understand. I suggest you get in trustee training as soon as you can. The world is changing. The economy's changing, everything's changing. It's changing as we speak. A lot of people are saying we you know, I wait I can't wait till things get back to normal. I don't think things are going back to normal. I think this is the new normal and I think that we all need to adjust for what it is. Um, we have, you know, uh, a lot of stuff going on between China and the US. China supplies a lot of the United States goods, you know, cheap, cheap goods from China. That's pretty much going to go away. Manufacturing will return to America. Um, It's just up to those who can see whether they will be manufacturing at a business that they created and control or working for someone else as an employee manufacturing. Things aren't going anywhere. People are going to still need to go places. People are going to still need to eat. People are going to still need education. People are going to still want loans. People are going to still uh, want to be distracted. So, you know, entertainment isn't going anywhere. There's a lot of things that aren't aren't going anywhere. Disney Plus said they have like 100 million subscribers or something like that. Their stock is going uh, increasing as we speak. It's just a transition. This wealth transfer that's happening right now to me is a precursor to this entire transition of what we're going through and you either become independent or you you remain dependent and those who are independent are typically always angry spiteful or um, judgmental of those who are not of those who are independent and it's, you know, it's really up to you what you decide to do. And it's based off of what you do and what you don't do, your determination, your willpower, your consistency, and your dedication. And that's what it's about. That's 
That's that's all it's about as far as I'm concerned. And I think the biggest part of this, the biggest part, is changing your lifestyle, changing the things you do. And one of the best ways you can change your lifestyle is to quote go private. To learn how to administer administer your estate as a private trustee. Learn how to administer your, your business trust, your 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 family's asset trust, your family's family trust. Your family's business, you know, all these things. You learn how to administer these things. It's a, it's a change in your lifestyle. And if you understand what a change in lifestyle is, then you understand what's necessary. Is it work? Yeah, it's work. Is it rewarding? Yes, it's rewarding. Is it worth it? Absolutely, it's worth it. We're talking about multiple generations. We're talking about multiple, multiple, multiple. Generational wealth You see I made a decision I, I, I made a conscious decision That I'm doing everything In my power now So that my heirs My great great grandchildren Do not have to grow up poor Like I did It was whack It was horrible It was very traumatic A lot of self-esteem issues, a lot of self-worth issues. A lot of stuff came out of that stuff, but it's not its not even cool. So out of true love, you know, for self, I, I took myself out of that situation. And out of true love for my family, I work every day so that my heirs will not have to experience that. Real quick, we got about 30 seconds left in the broadcast. If you're checking us out live, you want to call in right now. Four two four two 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 five two five zero. Otherwise, you will be disconnected and cut off. And you're gonna have to check out. Too late. He's streaming. So as I was saying, you know, there's certain things that I experienced that, you know, if I have a choice, which I do, I will ensure that, uh, you know, mine don't experience that. And that's that's the multi-generational wealth aspect. That's the runway aspect. That's the financial endowments aspect. Private, private founder stock aspect. Private placement accounts aspect. These types of things with multi-generational wealth uh, instrumentality such as Life insurance policies, whole life policies that pay dividends. What? Dividend paying insurance. Private, private financial education, which equals and equates to private financial freedom. Nothing's going to change about your life sitting around being upset, sitting around blaming other people. What changes your life is what you do. And what you don't do And when you have this private information when you, when you Are Informed You can make sure That your family is informed So that your grandchildren Don't know poverty Your children don't know Hunger pains The most noble 
quest of all. And if you're not with it, I get it. I understand. Oh no, you know, hey, no, no disrespect. But times are changing. You may say for the better, some may say for the worst, but I can guarantee you things are changing. I know a lot of y'all are really into what I'm saying right now because you were listening to me a few years ago and I was telling y'all that this was coming. So I have a lot of people hitting me up. I have a lot more contact than I did before this thing happened, this whole pandemic thing happened, and then the riots happened, and it was, and it got crazy. But it's not over. It's not over in any way, shape, or form. You need to actively reduce your dependency on the public. Otherwise, you're shackling yourself as well as your heirs. Hands down. I don't care if you don't like what, what you're hearing. I don't care. You, you, can, you can say whatever you want to say to yourself to make yourself feel better about not doing what you know you're supposed to be doing. And that's cool. No hard feelings. But definitely there will be hard times for those who did not take heed. And I'm not just talking about your private family estate. I'm not just talking about Getting into trustee training It's not just that You need to become more self-sufficient You need to start growing your own food Set up a grow uh, You know, a grow spot in your home Get some grow lights Grow grow some tomatoes or something Anything helps Start making your own clothes Fashioning your own clothing That stuff needs to come back in style. We need to really reduce our dependency on the public. But mainly, it's my mission to help you reduce your dependency on the public with regards to the entity that you use to do business, to generate income based off the exchange of your energy that you exchange or whatever, Federal Reserve notes, gold, silver, time, energy, what I don't you know, it doesn't matter. And the use of the public entities, the straw man, all cap name, whatever, I don't care. The LLC, the partnership, the sole proprietorship, the DBA, all that stuff is public, fam. I don't care what you're saying, I don't care if you can say you can capture it. I'm gonna capture it in the trust. Y'all are tripping. Y'all are absolutely tripping. Show me someone who did that. Bring them to me. Straight up. And I'll put him on the air and he can teach everybody. I ain't no hater, but look, I've been around the world, man, and I've been all over this country. And I call, I consider Yusuf L family. And it's way more accessible for us to get our business and entities together than for us to figure out this public, whatever you're talking about. And that's singular. You're talking about an individual. How are you going to not only no, protect that, but pass that on to your heirs privately? Can you guarantee that? Is all, is, can you guarantee that your energy is not in vain? I can guarantee you, you jump in trustee training, your energy is not in vain. You will have real world results. But you got to do it. It's up to you 100%. This stuff is changing. 
It's changing every day. Every day you go to sleep, every night you go to sleep, every day you wake up, it's gonna be different. It's a little different. And either you're gonna you're gonna see what's going on and you're gonna you're gonna move accordingly, or you're not gonna see what's going on and things are gonna be moving on you and you're gonna feel frustrated and you're not gonna feel stable and you're not gonna you're not gonna feel comfortable. Nobody saving me. I don't know about you. Maybe somebody's saving you. I don't know. But I know ain't nobody saving me. So, you know, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. You know, um, trusty training, set up that LLC. But, you know, you know if, you, if you don't have the interest of the LLC in a private trust to distribute the taxable income to and not the individual, um, Think about it. Just think about it. Just think about it. Think about what I'm saying. But do your own research. I could be lying. You know, hey, I could be straight up tripping right now. But I just want the best for y'all, you know, and I see what's coming. I, it's, this stuff ain't over. It's just getting started, y'all. And I'm not talking, oh, oh, get scared. If you ain't going to do anything, if you don't sit in a corner and, and cover your eyes, then get scared. You should probably get scared right now. Probably not. Probably now probably the time for you to start freaking out but if you have conviction if you have will and you know that you ain't finna take this laying down and you know that when you get on the other side of this wealth transfer that you will be better and that you will have been on the receiving side of the wealth transfer instead of the losing side of the wealth transfer you're gonna be good you're gonna be all right you're gonna figure it out you're gonna be straight i want to talk to you i want to holler at you let's do business i need people like you around You can make two choices. You can either make moves, email admin at welcome to the foundation.com, get in trustee training, get your businesses set up, get your public LLC set up, get the uh, business credit profile set up, get your private estate in order, private, contract, protected, and get your mind right so investing your time, energy, and so-called money in income-producing assets, or at least assets that hold their value, and stop spending money and start investing money on behalf of your private estate. It brings things way more into perspective. And it, it has allowed me, as being a private trustee from a private um, trust the state. It has allowed me to be more professional. I was telling one of the trustees yesterday, you know, um, as a trustee in my private estate, it's not about friendships and stuff, you know, um, especially, you know, when it comes to business. But, you know, we become trustees and maybe we got money or we have access to money or we, we're in control of cash and we want to help out our people and stuff. You know how to do this? Come do it. You know how to do this? Come do it. Instead of finding actual professionals that can handle the real the real business properly. Now, me, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to professionals, those who know what they're doing. That's that's their that's their job. And that's no disrespect to family members, but if that's not your job, I'm not talking to you about something that's not your job. Just to give you some money, I'm doing you a disservice, and I'm doing my private estate a disservice. 
That's just where I come from. It's no disrespect. It's just proper business. Personally, we can go, hey, let's go play basketball. Let's let's go play soccer. Let's let's hang out. Let's go get some nachos, whatever. But as far as you, you know, having anything to do with the private family estate, um, there's a much higher rigorous um, bar that you must meet. In order to be over here with the private estate, you know, business having access, to, you know, hey, it's different. You know, you, you, we ain't talking basketball no more. We talking something really deep. We talking multiple generations. We talking about opportunity costs. We're talking about some serious stuff. So you know, it's allowed for me to be more professional. It's allowed for me to, you know, um, be more accountable. How about that? And, in, and through that accountability, it has benefited my private estate immensely, 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 immensely. I don't even know how to explain it to you because I feel like I know the fact that if you if you if you tell people <clears throat> your successes and 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 what your experiences with excitement sometimes, and you're talking to people who haven't experienced what you're telling them. And, 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 and don't know you know and, and don't feel like they can get it they most time they feel like you're stunting on them there's been times you know I'll let people in my you know recording in my in my studio I, you know get, hooked them up with care packages gave them rides picked them up and and, and fools resented me oh you think he he think he all that. He likes to stun on people. He likes to show off. I'm not showing off. I'm showing love. You know how I many times me showing love has been misconstrued as me trying to show off? Like, I care about showing off in front of fools. Like, I really care what anybody thinks about me. For real? But just for you, I'm going to show off. That's why I can't really talk about you know, my successes and stuff like that Because I understand how it's perceived in most cases But I can tell you For a fact That learning how to properly Administer a private trust Changed my life Immensely You would have told me Seven, eight years ago Hey, yo um, In about, you know Around 2020 You would have been, you know Doing a, a radio Internet radio show For like over four years Helping your people Reestablish your stuff Owning Owning properties You know Just doing Just doing all the, I Man I wouldn't have believed you I would not have believed you Life wasn't too cool in 2013 Biggest thing is We gotta let go of the immediate gratification And be willing to You know What I would say is put in that work So you know like I said If you're willing to put in that work Admin at welcome to the foundation.com Is it gonna be easy? Probably not Will it be rewarding? I guarantee it You stick to it You put your work into it And every time you start thinking Self-defeatist thoughts You remember what you're working for You remember your heirs You remember the multi-generations 
and keep it pushing. This stuff will change your life. It will change your life. It will change the quality of your life. You will be able to do different things. But enough of that. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to go to the phone lines. Let me take a couple calls real quick. Um, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I do this for y'all. I, you know, I want to see y'all. I want to see y'all happy, man. You know, I really do. This is important to me. Let me go to the phone lines, though. Let me go to, what is it, Texas, 214-2375, area code 214-2375, peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace out. It's down. What's up? Hey, right, what's up, man? Peace. How you doing? Uh, so far, all right. I had to step out of the laundry room. I was doing laundry, and then we went to the farm lines on me, so that is what that is. <laughs> My bad. You want me to bring you in in a minute? Did you finish No, nah, man. It's all, it's all good. Wash will fill up, and then I can throw the sheets in. It's cool. Uh, but, yeah, so just wanted to touch in, say thank you for having another good show. Uh, definitely people need to get serious about, you know, administering their, their own not really even administering their own estate, but getting their, their whole life structured properly. And like you said, you know, significance and, and being not about self, but about what you leave for the next generation and the generation after that. And, you know, making sure that it stays touchable by, you know, folks inside your network. So yeah. appreciate the work and then want to know when, uh, when I can link up with you on the private side. Uh, call me tomorrow. All right, sounds good. Yeah, you uh, still got my number, right? Yeah, man, I've been hitting you up. Voicemail box full. I'm not responding. Uh, text messages, whole thing. All right, I'm not gonna I got go. you. Yeah, give me a call tomorrow, man. Sorry about that. Hey, it's all good. That that means business is good. If you're, if you're busy and you're working, then everything's going the way it should be. Nah, I'm uh, sure. trying to get in that position here in the next year or two, so. Need a little bit of coaching. Got to touch base with the A. I'm here, man. I got you. I got your back, man. Right. Whatever I can do to help. All right. Well, that's all I wanted. And then peace to all the listeners and, and all the folks in trustee training and everybody that's thinking about it. Like, you, time is running short. Get on it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely one of those things, man. Appreciate you calling in, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. Okay, man. Peace, peace. You too, man. Uh, let me do. Let me do. Let me do. Let me do. Uh, four eight four zero four seven two. It's a lot of fours. Three fours. Four eight four zero four seven two. Peace. Which name are you calling from? Four eight four. Zero four seven two. Four eighty four. It's a new button. No. So what's up, man? I ain't hit one though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you in the queue? But it's all good. I'll oh, you I don't know. It was a freak. Yeah, listen, man, that was a freak accident. I don't know. I'm looking at my phone right now. Like, you really remember? I'm like, well, that, that's a silly number. But that ain't like, oh, dude, my bad, good brother. 
I just want to say keep doing the good work. Hope everybody on the line listening. I'm going to meet myself. You know what I mean? Because I ain't hit the button. My bad. <laughs> all good, family. It's all good. Appreciate you, man. It happens. Um, and there went the screen. So I guess I guess I'm done with the callers. That's cool. Um, I'm a, I'm up out of here anyways, y'all. So if you want, for those of you who stayed to the end of the show, I'm gonna let you know that uh, this show was brought to you by a document that I was reading from. You can email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com and I will send you said document. It is a 64-page document. I am writing it down right now. So when y'all email me, I know which one it is and can easily find it. But, yeah, like I said, you know, I got to – the reason why I read from documents is because if y'all are interested, I can send it to you, you know. And then when I go off the top of the head for a show, people email me and be like, yo, send me the document you was reading from. And, and I'd be like, man, I wasn't reading from a document. And then I'll read from a document, and then that way y'all can get the document. Or maybe maybe I should start creating a, our own documents. Maybe that's for another time, though. But I appreciate y'all checking out the show. I appreciate y'all, especially those of you who stay to the end of the show, you know. Um, definitely want to say peace. I definitely want to say peace to Yusufel, man. You know, he's been going in, been going in lately. You know, uh, he did a, he did an interview. He interviewed this, this, uh, this person, this guy who's running for, for, for the, for the Senate, I think. And I kind of like where he's going, you know, I like where he's going. I like, I like where he's going. I really do. Uh, I saw some comments. He was like, oh, we shouldn't vote in the public and blah, blah, blah. I just, hey, look, if, you know, if he can use his platform to, um, you know, I don't know, to at least get get some information out and put some people on the spot, let alone, you know, have some um, control or, you know, some effect in, in, in his local politics, more power to that book, you know. So, um, you know, I'm really, I'm really digging that. But with that being said, I'm really digging y'all. Like, you know, I really, I really appreciate, you know, um, the OGs. I, pray, I appreciate y'all, the trustees. I appreciate... Um, all y'all who's been checking out the show since, you know, it, before it was the foundation. I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to those of you who, you know, hit me up and um, got a consultation or hit me up and got in trustee training and worked really hard and changed your life. Like, I want to say peace to y'all. Like, I appreciate y'all. And then I'm really humbled when y'all be like, yo, so I want to thank you. And I'd be like, yo, I didn't do it. You did it. You did it. So, you know, not only to inspire, but uh, to assist and help and to, you know, to, to, to grow. That's, that's, that's what I'm here to do for y'all, you know, my, my people, y'all, you know. Um, so, you know, with that being said, I appreciate y'all. Like I said, you know, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon as far as the foundation is concerned. I have been thinking about you know, maybe getting on YouTube and doing them YouTube lives, but I ain't showing my face on the internet, man. You know, uh, my face is already on the internet. So, uh, in a different capacity. 
But, you know, I don't know. We got things changing, things different going on. And, um, you know, I'm going to really start talking about finance, the things I know about finance. Because once we get our private estate set up, we need to deal properly in finance. So I'm working on some finance stuff for y'all. I got some new stuff coming out, man. I'm just, you know, hey, I'm going to keep it moving and keep expanding. And uh, we're going to see what happens. So you know, I look forward to the future. I trust you do as well. If you don't look forward to the future, you need to email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com and get in these trustee training. Hands down. And Private Family Foundation, we got people out here. You know, I got y'all this, this young brother, man. I think the brother's under 25 years old. About to get his tax exempt entity. I mean, I'm proud. I'm proud. I am proud of trustees, y'all. Straight up. So any trustees listening, man, what are y'all doing out there? And any future trustees listening, man, I'm ready to be proud of you. you know. uh, this is for everybody. You know. um, everybody can and can learn how to administer a private uh, entity. And some people, <clears throat> it makes them feel smart and, and strokes their ego to tell people that not everybody can do it. Um, I'll definitely tell you that it's not for everybody, but everyone can do it. So, you know, hey, I believe in you. And I, I know that you deserve better. And um, you're going to get it, but you got to work, but I'm going to help you. And, uh, you know, whenever you're ready, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Let's get you straight. Let's get you right. Let's get you educated. Let's get you privately educated. You know what I mean? I think that's the most important. So <clears throat> with that being said, I love y'all, man. I really do. Um, I know it sounds corny and cheesy and all that dance, but I really do. I'm at a point in my life where, you know, I reflect. I've been reflecting on, you know, my early life. And really, really uh, contemplating and, and determining what I want to be remembered for. And um, I guess the biggest thing I want to be remembered for is, right now at least, is that I did my best to, to be significant in people's lives and, and, and to affect significant change in people's lives. Not for a selfish um, pursuit, but more for an altruistic pursuit. I like to see people happy. I walk through the I'm walking down the street and, you know, somebody's singing and dancing, you know, cleaning their car or something and they're happy. That makes me happy, man. You know, smile, smiles are contagious. Happiness is contagious. And, you know, the creator knows that I've had more than my share of unhappiness at the hands of others at my own hands. So, you know, we all deserve it. You deserve it. I deserve it. But we got to work for it. Nothing comes for free. And it was a struggle getting out the womb into this world. So I don't know what people think they're going to get here and not have to struggle. But at least it'd be for something. And, you know, if I can say anything before we end the show, it's time to stop worried about being successful and start being concerned with how you can make your life significant. Significant to yourself, to your people who care about you, to your family, and to future generations. Think about that. And I will catch you next week on the Hottest Radio Network on the planet. Y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Make sure you say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep at night. And I'll catch you next time right here on High Frequency Radio Network. Y'all enjoy yourself. Like I said, take care of yourself. And like I said, 10 things you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight. And I'll catch you on the next one. Right here on the Foundation on High Frequency Radio Network. Peace to the God. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.